Good morning, everyone. Let's stand together and sing. I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah louder than the unbelief. I raise a hallelujah My weapon is a melody I raise a hallelujah Heaven comes to fight for me I'm gonna sing In the middle of the storm
All right. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. My name is Carl Carty. I am the worship pastor here at Fellowship Bible Church, and I'm very, very glad you're here. I hope you guys had a great Christmas. We're going to have an awesome day together today. Today's our annual family service. Everybody's in here, kids and all. It's going to be an awesome, awesome morning with our family, every voice from across our body represented. So we got the little kids in here, little babies. And I want to say this, if you're in here and you're, uh, you have a little baby with you or a small child and you're worried about them being noisy or something like that, um, don't worry about it. Every voice belongs. Every voice matters. If your kid cries, no one cares. Uh, unless you like let them go on and on and then you should do something. But <laughs> no. I mean it when I say every every voice in here matters matters today. Uh, we've we've even got we've got young young Kayla Hoyos up here from our FSM worship leadership. Yeah, we even have uh, two middle aged people up here, me and Heather, and so uh, that's cool too. <laughs> now uh, la- later on in our service, I, w- I want to tell you every voice matters. We've we've we have a we have a time built into this service where we want you guys to share. If you have something on your heart, and really what we're going to ask you to do is to share a specific thing. I want you to fill in this statement. May this be the year. And just really answer that question or make that statement, fill in that statement for you. May this be the year that I see God move in a specific area of my life. May this be the year that I see a relationship restored. May this be the year that um, I'm able to recover my health. May this be the year that um, some of my lost family members or friends are brought to the Lord. May this be the year. So later on in our service, we're gonna ask you guys uh, to participate in that. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a great morning. I want you to notice all morning long, uh, we're, we're singing songs about calling upon the Lord using our own voice to lift up the name of Jesus, using our own voice to let our worship be what pushes back the enemy in our lives. So that's what this morning is about. Welcome. And we're glad you're here. Let's sing. Triumph in our hearts because 
You guys may be seated. Family service, y'all. Woohoo! How are we feeling? Yeah, my name's Carrie Murphy. I'm the kids director here, and I'm excited because this is the one Sunday year they let me in the adult building. So I personally am very excited. I want to invite all the kids to come on stage with me. If you're a kiddo here and you're normally in the learning center, come on, come on, come on, sit with me up here. And you know what? If you want to come up here because you're just a kid at heart, you're welcome to come join me too. Anyone and everyone can come. Come on, y'all. You guys can sit on the stairs. You can sit on this platform right here. You can sit anywhere you want. Yes, this is so many guys. Hi, Marco. How's it going, girl? Come on up, guys. Hi. I'm going to sit right here, too. Ah. Look at all of us. We have so many. Does some of you guys want to sit right here? Any of you brave souls want to sit on the platform? Oh, we got one. We got one. We got two. We got a few. Hi. Look at all of us. What's up? I'm so glad that you're here. Let me see who all we got. Wow. And you, you know, if, if you're way over here and you can't see me, you're also welcome to come like sit on the floor over here too. It's wherever you guys want to be. Yeah, is this all of us? Wow, we are a big group. Guys, good morning. What holiday did we just finish celebrating? Christmas. Christmas. Okay, guys, here's what I want you to do. I want you to think of something really special that happened over your Christmas holiday, and I would like a couple of you guys to share a couple of things that happened. You want to share? All right, what's something really special that happened on your Christmas holiday? Well, we got a dog. What? What? That's amazing. What's your dog's name? Uh, Scout. Scout. That's amazing. Did he come on Christmas Day? Well, Santa sent like a hard drive kind of thing. He put, we had to put it in our um, TV and we got, saw a picture because he's, he's only seven weeks old and he, we're getting him January 1st. That's amazing. Now you can look forward to him. That's awesome. Who else wants to share from over here? Margie, you want to share something really special that happened? I got a computer and I get to play with it sometimes. Wow, that is certainly special. Maybe one more. Mary. Um, uh, <laughs> What's something special that happened, girl? Um, we got like a scooter. I got a purple one. What? Only, I got a purple scooter that has an orange stopper. What? An orange stopper? That's amazing. You're going to be able to stop so fast. But here's a question I have. Put your hands down just for a second. I want to hear something special that happened over Christmas that is not something that you guys got. Not a present. Oh, you look really anxious to share. You want to share? All right, she's, she's ready. So what's your name, by the way? Why don't you say your name in the microphone? Katie. Perfect. Um, so our mom, her car broke down, and a bunch of people that I did not with, they came and helped. And this guy, so like there ended up being four vehicles, and this guy, um, he was just passing by, and he thought it was an accident. So police came, ambulance came, a hazard truck came. Everyone came. And it ended up being okay. Yeah? So your mom got help from a stranger then, huh? That is pretty special. Uh, maybe one more. All right, you want to share? Um, this was my hamster's first Christmas. Oh, my word. Did you guys send out a postcard that said hamster's first Christmas? No. Maybe next year. You can do it for the second one. Yeah. Yeah, what's your hamster's name, by the way? Ziggy. What? Ziggy. Ziggy. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad that you and Ziggy had a great first Christmas together. All right, guys. What we're going to do is talk about what holiday is next. Does anyone know what holiday is coming next? I know you do. What is it? 
Valentine's Day. Well, is there someone special you have in mind for Valentine's Day? My mom. Uh, uh, all right, now that we're all puddles on the floor, um, who knows a holiday that comes even before Valentine's Day? All right, what is it? Um, it's New Year's Eve. It is. It's New Year's, okay? We're going to have a new year coming in very soon. And who knows what number the new year is? Do you know what number? Right here, I'm going to get you. 2020. You are so smart. It is 2020. Okay, so guys, normally for New Year's, everyone makes these goals, right? Like, oh, next year, I want to exercise. I want to eat good. I want to get good grades in school, right? Is that what you do? Yes. But this year, I want to challenge you guys. I want to challenge you to have a New Year's resolution about what God wants to do in your life, right? We want to invite him into our new year. So, because we know that God has special plans for our lives and that he can do miracles, right? Yes? What? Can he do miracles? Yeah. Yes. Someone tell me a miracle he did in the Bible. Let's get way over here. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming right to you. What's the miracle he did? Um, when there were only a couple of fish and two loaves of bread, um, God made it into more than. That is absolutely correct. I love that miracle. What, what's a miracle you have in mind? Uh, part of the Red Sea. Oh, yes, that's such a good one. And our story today kind of deals with that. Who else has a miracle? I haven't heard from you guys over here. This is the boy section. What is going on over here? What is a miracle God did? Uh, Jesus died and he came back to life. Absolutely, that's a really big one. And that one's really important to our salvation. All right, maybe one more miracle. Who has a miracle? Do you have a miracle? All right, what's the miracle? When God made Adam and Eve in, our, in the whole world. Yes, God is the creator of life and everything in it. Okay, I'm gonna get you in just a second, okay? We're gonna go on to our Bible story. And I would like for, is, is Madeline Heard here? Are you here? Yay, you're here, I found you. All right, Miss Madeline said that she would read our Bible verse this morning, so there you are. Didn't even see you with your cat ears. How did I miss you? All right, this is Exodus three, if you guys wanna follow along. Exodus three, verses one through five. Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro. Here we have. Oh, that's a hard word. I think it's Jethro. Jethro, the priest of Midian. And he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Herbert. And came to, I think it's Horeb. Horeb. The Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. He looked and behold, the bush was burning, yet it was not. Consumed, And Moses said, I will turn aside to see the great sight, why the bush is not burned. When the Lord saw, he turned aside to see God called him to out of the bush. Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Then he said, do not come near. Take your sandals off your feet and place them on which you are standing. It's holy ground. Perfect. Guys, give it up for Madeline. Boys and girls, were you listening to the story? Guys, what happened? Someone tell me what happened. I'm gonna let you talk because you really wanted to early. What happened? 
Okay, say something about a miracle. Um, and a miracle was he made the blind see. That is so good. He did make the blind to see. That's a really important one. Now, who knows what's happening in this miracle? Give me the lowdown. What's, what's going on in this story? Um, uh... Moses is, um, somebody, uh, God is talking to him through a bush that's burning, but it's not, like, like, consumed. Yes, that's and, perfect. um, he had to take off his sandals because he was standing on holy ground. Yes, guys, have you ever seen something on fire? Raise your hand. If you've been in the kitchen with me cooking, you have seen something on fire. Okay, now, who has seen something on fire that wasn't burning? It wasn't being consumed, anyone? No, because that doesn't happen. What do you do if you see something on fire? What's the first thing that you do? Put it out. Yes. What's some things that you do to put out a fire? What? Do you know something you do to put out a fire? Candle. What? Candle. Ooh, yeah, candles can burn on fire. What do you do to put out a fire, Margo? Um, call the fire department. Call the fire department, right. What else do you do? Uh, put sand over it. Ooh, that's a creative, artsy idea to put out a fire. I like that a lot. Put sand on it. What about you? Um, you put water on it. Yes, guys, that's what you do. You want to get rid of the fire. But did Moses do that? No. No, no. why? Because it, it was God talking to him. Raise your hand if God's ever talked to you through a bush. No, this was a miracle. <laughs> this was a miracle. Oh, you've, you've, oh you're, you're special. Is your name Moses? Guys, so listen, God was talking to Moses through that bush. It seemed impossible, but God did it. So I want you to think this year, instead of thinking about a goal for yourself, I want you to think about something that you are afraid to ask from God because it might seem impossible, but you wanna ask it from God this year because he can do anything, just like burn a bush without having it really burn. So does anyone wanna think about it for a second and share something that maybe God's put on your heart for the next coming year that you want and, and you're, you've just been afraid to ask, but maybe you're, you're gonna ask it from God this year. May this be the year that dot, dot, dot. Does anyone have anything they wanna share about that? This is a big question. Do you wanna answer? I think I saw your hand. The question is, what's something that you wanna ask God for this year? Uh, I have no clue. You don't, you don't know? Well, think about it just a little bit more. How about you? May this be the year that I start realizing what God has done to my life. That's incredible. That's a really, really great request. Start asking what, what he can show you. That's amazing. Does anyone else want to share? You want to share, Mary? What are you going to ask God for in 2020? Um, more water and food for everyone. That's amazing. And that's very generous. More water and food for people that need it. I'm going to come all the way to you right over here. I've been seeing your hand. Let's see. Let's see if I might fall. All right. What do you want to ask? A puppy. Would you, what would you name your puppy? I don't know. Well, do you, you want to say for this, we're going to name him Moses, maybe? Uh, I don't know. No. Okay. What do you want to ask for this year? A better relationship with my mom. That's incredible. That was really brave of you to share. I appreciate you sharing that. We can be praying for that for this year, huh? Yeah. How about you? Another puppy. We want all the puppies, all the puppies this morning. I'm going to come way over here. Look, guys. Hey, I can finally see you. What do you want to ask God for this year? A uh, puppy. Oh. Does anyone else want to share something maybe they've been wanting to ask God for, but it seems impossible? Um, 
a better relationship to have with Jesus. Yeah, I need that too. Guys, look, I want you to look at my eyes, okay? Even if you're way over there. God can do it, okay? If you have something that you're afraid of that God's telling you to do, it may not, God may not speak to you through something big like a burning bush, but he can still speak to you. And you know what Moses did when God spoke to him, guys? What did Moses do after he saw the bush? Do you know the rest of the story? Does anyone know the rest of the story? Um, he didn't believe it, so um, God told him to throw a staff on the ground and it turned into a snake, and then he told him to pick it up and it turned into a staff again. Absolutely, and so once Moses believed what God was... Yeah, and then he went to Pharaoh and... Um, if he, when he refused, then he started the 10 plagues. Yes, yes, and eventually Moses led the people out of Egypt, out of slavery. So guys, I want you to remember two things from this morning. Can you see me right over here, guys? Look, two things this morning, okay? Number one is I want you to ask God this year, what's he telling you, what is she showing you? And then, number two, if he answers you, if you hear him talk to you, I want you to act on it just like Moses did, right? Because Moses just didn't see it and say, okay, that's awesome, wow, cool, a bush, and then go to bed. No, he saw it, and then he went on to obey God, right? So, so I want you to pray about that, and I want you to obey God in that. Do you want to share something too? All right, you, you share, and I'm going to come back up there. Also, um, wasn't there like he put his hand in his pocket and he pulled it out and then he had leprosy on his hand, wasn't that? Wow, you guys are way smarter than me. Yes, absolutely. Okay, one last opportunity, guys. Does anyone want to share something that maybe they're going to be praying for in the year 2020? Something they, they want God to do other than a puppy? I know. You do? All right. One more. I want to fly. Oh, you want to fly. That's not a puppy. That's great. That's great. I would love that too. Okay, guys, what we're going to do now, what we're going to do is we're going to end this time with prayer. I want to, to know, would anyone like to pray? Who raised their hand first? Easton, was that you? No. Okay, who was that over there? Oh, I see you. Okay, you're going to pray for us this morning. And then, guys, after we pray, after we say amen, you can go back to your moms and your dads and your families. You don't want to pray. He changed his mind. Divert, divert. Who any? Okay. All right. Let's all bow our heads, guys. We're praying. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes, okay? Dear God, thank you for the food and the water you provide for us. And thank you for a shelter and a mom and a dad. Amen. Amen. Guys, thank you so much. You guys can go back to your seats. And uh, congregation, greet one another. Say hi to someone you don't know. Have a few minutes of fellowship. Well, good morning. Good morning, fellowship. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. There we go. It's good to see you. My name is Jeremy Smith, and I'm one of the elders here at fellowship, and it is good to be together. And I don't say that lightly. 
you know, because I think about how hard it can be to get up and get your family and your kids together and, and come in and be sitting close together with people that we're different than. We, we have different likes and dislikes and personalities, but yet we all come together to do this one thing. To, to worship God, to acknowledge him as our king, as our creator through the songs we sing, the prayers, the scriptures, the stories. And so it is good to be together. And so I just welcome you to Fellowship Bible this morning. If you're a guest with us, uh, we'd love to connect with you and at whatever pace or whatever way you would like to. But here's a couple of ways. At the bottom of your program, there's a contact card. And you can fill that out, and in the back of the church, there's connect points. And you can go there after the service, and they will answer all questions fellowship for you and point you in the right direction. Or we also have intro to fellowship classes. If you're at a point where you'd really like to understand a little more in depth how we function as a church uh, and move towards maybe becoming a member, that's the first Sunday of every month. So that would be next week uh, when we start that, and we hold that over in the barn during the 935 service. So uh, feel free to do that. Uh, if, you're a, if you're a member here, you can also use this contact card. If you would uh, like someone to pray for you uh, as an elder team, we pray for every one of these requests that come in. We love to do that. Uh, it's a, just a, a way that we can serve the body uh, with that. So feel free to use that. Uh, we're also, um, we've been hearing all month about the global offering, and there's still time uh, to make your final gifts. Oh, I love how the global offering and the, the whole global ministry works, because we're not starting things from scratch. As we've heard from several people over the last month, these are ministries that we line up with that are already in motion, and we can step right in and be effective and touch lives. And so here's a couple of ways up here that you can continue to give uh, via online, uh, via the text. Uh, but this is the one time when we really focus on that ministry budget for the entire year, and it goes th throughout the world. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, and then we have our year-end offering the, that we will be taking now. And, um, you know, all, all that you give goes to, to function through the community groups. We'll hear from someone today about that, with just all the different ministries that the church functions, the way that we touch lives, the way that we walk shoulder to shoulder, and the way that, we, that our lives mature, you know, all of that moves towards that. So uh, this is the time of year where a lot of people do year-end giving, and so there's um, opportunities for that too. But uh, now we'll go ahead and pray for our offering as we prepare for that. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day and for all that you give us. Lord, coming out of uh, uh, Christmas week, uh, we're just reminded, many of us, of the abundance that you've given to us to steward, and it's all yours. You control every bit of it. And so we just acknowledge that, even in this moment, that it's all yours. And we don't take anything with this, Lord. And I just pray that even as we uh, try to live with our hands open, Lord, that you would transform our hearts in seeing the things that, that matter, lives that matter, eternal things. 
So we pray that these gifts that uh, people give now, both with this and the global offering, would go to touch hearts and lives in tangible, impactful ways that give people hope uh, in you. So we pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. If the ushers would come up now. I feel the weight, the remnants of my past. How could you make redemption from the touch when you came in? With unexpected mercy, you met every fear by the power of your name.
Thank you. That was awesome. Well, good morning. Uh, my name is Steve Watson. I'm one of the elders here at Fellowship. Uh, most of you know me as the husband of Jenny Watson. And I guess the rest of y'all probably know me as Lindsay Hayes' dad. But uh, it's great to be here. It's great uh, service that we've had so far. And I wanted to introduce you to Peggy Mather. Um, Peggy's uh, been a member here at Fellowship, and uh, one of her main con contributions to our body is through her fellowship group. And so I thought we would spend a few moments today talking to Peggy, meeting her, talking about the impact she's had uh, with our fellowship group. So, Peggy, uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your story and how you came to fellowship? Well, hi. It's on. It's on. Can you hear me? It's good. Good? Everybody okay, good? sorry, I've got a, my ear is clogged, so I can't, yeah. I can hear more in this ear than I can <laughs> speaker. Um, well, I, my family moved here in 2000, and um, at that time my family was fully intact, and uh, three um, beautiful daughters, and, um, and that's when I joined fellowship, and uh, we were part of it even at Franklin High School. Um, loved the church. Um, but my family has been through a journey. Um, my marriage steadily declined and uh, found myself divorced four years ago. Um, and so we also had visited other churches and sort of lost our relationship with fellowship. But in, in recent years, um, I came to a place where I decided I wanted to return. Um, a little scared because of my history and just what that re represented to me. but. Um, decided that because of my roots and the, the depth of the people here and the, the mission of the church, I just have loved it and um, have felt fully embraced and um, a part of things. So Great, great. Thank you. So um, as a single, you were able to find um, community in a fellowship group. Mm -hmm. But we know that um, for many singles, it's difficult. There's some challenges involved, maybe even some loneliness uh, in getting involved in some community groups or fellowship groups. So could you tell us about some of the challenges you had and maybe some of your emotions that were tied to that, those challenges? Well, as some of you may know, um, divorce is a very lonely place. Um, and you find yourself alone in, in ways, you know, what you, there, it, it comes to a place of decision to have to walk into a place where you don't necessarily have people with you. And, um, and, where we have to decide to become a part of things that's a little different than having other connections that sort of draw us in, you know, all together. Um, so that was something to overcome, but um, but it's what we have to do. And and I found that uh, something for me was that I had to overcome self-sufficiency and um, realize that I really needed people. And um, I, I have a wonderful network of people outside of the church, but also in becoming involved in the church, I wanted to, um, to really plug in and be a part of a nucleus um, and a family within the family. So, um, uh, challenges. Um, yeah. <laughs> also, um, as far as becoming a part of a home group, um, I, I did go to several of the dinners and hadn't quite found a home yet. Um, it's, it's hard because a lot of the groups are centered around your family structure, um, parents of young children or teenagers or empty nesters, but always somewhat assumed that you are part of a, a couple at least, right. and you know maybe with your children. I have three beautiful grown children now, yeah. um, but 
So the group that I became involved in, um, absolutely love it. it um, th when they did their presentation, they just they were on a particular night that worked for me, but also um, it, it was less about how many couples they wanted to join and and more about we just you know we want to invite people in and be a part of a of a family together. And so. Um, that's, that's been yeah. wonderful for me. Yeah, so um, it sounds like overcoming the challenges allowed you to gain some insight. And how has your fellowship group impacted your life? Uh, how, how, you, how have you been able to see God's faithfulness through that whole process? Um, well, he did provide me with a family within the family. And um, uh, I just, it's, it's been awesome to be able to come here and run into people that I know. Yeah. Um, that I did become a part of, there's six couples and there's me. <laughs> and, um, but I have felt very welcomed. Um, I've not treated any different than uh, any of the individuals in the group. Um, I encourage singles, I guess, to just step into the difficult places. And I would encourage um, couples and families, you know, to recognize that we're here and sometimes somewhat alone. And, and I think that, that the small group has really met that need in me. There are people that know my story, That's and awesome. I know theirs, and yeah. we can support one another, and it's been really wonderful. Yeah. That's awesome. Right. So finally, how, what, how are you trusting God for this coming year? Or how would you answer the question, may this be the year? Well, um, there's, it's really been kind of, Interesting, you know, we did have a, a little bit of an intro to these questions, but I wasn't sure what I was going to say this morning. But um, it, the the songs have so applied that we that we've right. sang this morning have so applied to my story, and you know, this even just oh, what a gracious Father you made these ruins an altar, and um, mm -hmm. I believe that God has done that with me. He's brought me through a valley of surrender and acceptance for my situation. And so I'm now in this place where I'm sort of heading up the hill and seeing the sunrise over the hills. And, um, and so Psalm 63, the first verse of Psalm 63 talks about, um, Oh God, I earnestly seek you. My soul thirsts for you in a dry and weary land. And um, so that's just, I'm wanting to go deeper and get to know God better and just have my roots in him um, partially through the discipleship, you know, has been a great experience for me. And um, I'm just sort of a free agent waiting yeah. to see what he does. Great. <laughs> so. Great. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Peggy, let's give her a hand. Thank you for being authentic. So thank you. Um, so we're going to open it up to you guys now. Uh, to, this is a great time uh, for you to have the the ability to come and share with the whole body what you are expecting God to do this year. What are you trusting God for? What are you excited about? How you see God working in your life or in your family's life? And um, we're going to ask, we're going to answer the question, may this be the year? May this be the year, whatever. So, and I'll start. Uh, my wife and I are involved in the marriage ministry, and so marriage is really dear on my heart. And I would say that for me, um, may this be the year that, that God uses our church to impact Middle Tennessee's marriages 
And not only that, but to bring people to himself uh, through, through the marriage work that we're doing here at Fellowship. Um, so, that, I would be, that, so that's the first one. And feel free, we've got some microphones on either end. Feel free to come up and share with your, your family what you are wanting God to do this year. And I'm a very patient man. I can stand up here for the next 15 minutes and y'all can sit here and look at me. And we'll have a, a great time of uh, some dead silence or if someone wants to be faithful to the Holy Spirit as they're asking you to, to step out. Um, yeah, great. Thank you. I had an opportunity to trust God yesterday because my son and husband went skydiving. Oh. And I have a lot of hope today that he's with me and the other one's probably somewhere asleep. But they made it. We all made it. And I was in the car and I just felt like a psalm hit me. And it was, blessed are those whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. And I was like, well, I'm not going to Zion, but this is my pilgrimage. And um, it's another opportunity to trust God. And a lot of times when God gives me opportunities to trust him, I really fight it. And so the psalm was really, really tender to me. And uh, it says those that trust him, they go through the valley of weeping, but they go from strength to strength until they see God. And I feel like in this life, we face things not to have the perfect little life, but to grow from strength to strength in our faith and in trusting him. And it's always for me with the stuff that I hate. And so I just wanna say yes this year. A friend gave me a necklace that says yes, and a lot of people are family. Why are you wearing a, a, a yes necklace? It's just my opportunity to say yes to trust God. So my prayer for all of us here is that our hearts would be set on pilgrimage. Great. Thank you for sharing that. It's awesome. Someone else? And even if you're in the middle of a road, feel free to step out. Don't let, it, don't let that be an obstacle to you to come up and share. We've got a microphone on each side. So. Good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Ryan Boyette. Uh, my family and I uh, come from Sudan, and we've been living, I've been living there for 15 years. My wife is from there. Um, I know that there are many missionaries that this church supports from Sudan, so many of you have heard the stories of how hard it is um, for the past many years. Um, I just went back for two weeks, and while I was there, uh, it was my first time in Sudan that the president, the former president Omar Bashir, was actually ousted. And just uh, during Christmas this uh, last week, uh, it was the first time that Christmas was announced as a national holiday in Sudan. And the, the minister that announced that said, we apologize to the Christians for all the evil that has been done to them. So as I think about this year, may this be the year that God's name is proclaimed in the nation of Sudan, a nation that has been covered with a dark veil for many, many years, 
and I see that God is going to do something great and mighty in that land. Great. Thank, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Um, I don't have anything super profound. I just didn't want you standing up yeah, here all by you, yourself. Thank you, JV. Yeah. Um, I, owe you, I owe you lunch, right, JV? As, <laughs> as I think about this coming year, uh, what's really kind of weighing on me is just this sense of purpose. And so I would just encourage us all to take a look at what you've been doing in your life so far, what, what you think maybe God has for you for the year. But for me, it's purpose. And so I want to I wanna make this, may this be the year that I express the purpose that God's instilled in me. Great. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Hi, uh, my name is Ligia Gestas. I'm Honduran, but I live in Mexico because of work and visiting my sister. I'm the Kayla's uh, aunt. Um, maybe this year that I become a grandma. Mm, good, that's awesome. And I know she's my daughter is there. <laughs> and uh, I'm blessing you in it. And I know, yeah, you're going to become a mom this year. Deliver. Oh, definitely. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. May this be the year. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Hi, um, I really wasn't expecting to do this, but here we are. Um, my name is Kate, my parents go to this church, and when I come back from school from North Carolina, um, I come here with them and I really enjoy it here. Um, but my prayer for this year is that may this be the year that we take joy in the little things. And um, mm. you never really quite realize what the impact is of like the little things throughout your day. Um, and I was just sitting next to this cutest little boy over here, and I was just thinking, wow, I, like, I really miss working with kids. Like, like, they are such a joy. And then literally 30 seconds later, 30-plus kids are up on this stage just sharing what Christ has done for them or what Christ is going to do, whether it's um, helping build relationships or it's getting a puppy. Um, <laughs> yeah. But to take joy in the little things is what I pray for. And, um, you really never know the big impact of the little things. So, great. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks, Richard. I was having a conversation with my mom over Christmas about um, fear. And, uh, and we were talking about how um, fear is mentioned in the Bible and oftentimes how God says, uh, don't be afraid. And and I was telling my mom, you know, I'm, I'm afraid all the time. <laughs> um, and 
I believe that God said don't fear because we fear. <laughs> We're prone to fear, and our fear tells us something. It tells us that um, we need to trust him. It's a cue. And um, anyway, came back, and I was reading through um, Deuteronomy, and it was the uh, chapter 32, the song of Moses, and I ran across a verse that spoke of fear, and it was God's fear. And um, I called my mom right away, and I said, hey, mom, I found a verse about fear. And she said, well, tell me about it. And um, anyway, I went on to tell her that I think when God fears, it's when uh, his name is at stake and his glory is at stake. That's, um, and he's passionate about his own glory. And um, so uh, as we talked, I, I was connecting that to myself because I realized uh, I fear the wrong things. And so may this be the year um, that I fear the right things and that my fear is not for myself, but that God's name uh, would not be dishonored and would, would actually receive honor in me. Great, thanks Richard. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you Richard. Good morning, I'm Jim Holmberg. I'm actually not a member uh, of the church and, and I don't actually live in Nashville, um, but I'm married into Nashville. I've lived in New York City for the last 17 years. I met my wife, who is of Brentwood, and uh, met her in New York City. We have a family of six, and we have been as remote a uh, fellowship Bible church member as one can be. And I, awesome. I think I just That's say, awesome. you know, so grateful for the teaching that comes uh, here uh, through Lloyd and Rob in particular. So we've been really blessed by that. Uh, and our journey has been a really strange one. We, um, we have been trying to leave New York City uh, probably since 2012 to, uh, and I'll say this kind of tongue-in-cheek, to move to the good life um, in Middle Tennessee, which I know has been a central theme uh, from the pastoral teaching here. We actually had some medical um, issues that popped up that actually did require us to move to, uh, to Brentwood for one year, and we're really excited to do it and so forth, and then we had some extenuating educational needs that required us to move back to New York City. And so we've been there, and I've probably, uh, I'll speak more for myself and for my family my wife, have just really not been content uh, to, to be in New York. And I think as I reflect on that, that journey and so forth and where God has me personally and where he is having us raise our family, I would say that this is just a year where I would hope to surrender. And, uh, you know, I can't quite figure out God's plan, and I'm one who really does like to figure it out and probably feel affirmed that I'm exactly where God wants me to be and over-conscious, perhaps, um, about pursuing my own idols, even though I struggle with all the normal idols myself. And so I'm just praying that this year would be a year of surrender and one of maybe not understanding, but just being and living where we are and sort of growing where you're planted. And I think that probably applies to a lot of us, but thank you for, uh, for this body being an encouragement to us. We have a great church community up in New York City, but this is just a phenomenal injection of biblical teaching that we listen to through the podcasts, and we're encouraged by that, and we'll be visiting regularly. But may this just be a year of surrender and, and trust. Thank you. Great. Thank you for that. And you're always welcome listening, even in New York. Thank you.
this be the year um that um I um in the rough times I remember God is with me and I always um really um get really scared when it's really rough and um I try to remember the Bible verse that says, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be afraid for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you and uphold you with my righteous right hand. And that's Isaiah 41.10. So may this be the year that I remember God is with me in the rough times. Thank you. That is awesome. Thank you so much. I don't like speaking in front of this many people, even though I'm a teacher, but um, I feel like um, this table and uh, kind of image keeps sticking out in my head this year. Earlier in the year, Lloyd shared about, well, God spread a table in the wilderness, and um, whether it's my husband making tables or we just moved into a house and we need to build a new table, um, my husband and I are talking about being more intentional about relationships next year. So may this be the year that we welcome more people to the table. Great. Thank you. Thank you, that's awesome. So we have time for about one more. About one more. Who wants to be the last to share? Thanks, Jennifer. Save the best for last, right? right Jennifer. Yeah, that's right. Um, my name is Jennifer, and uh, you know, I came to Christ at 40 years old, and my family does not know Christ. My mother, my father, my sister, and so, uh, and their uh, significant others um, and children. So, May this be the year that God pulls the veils and allows them to see the truth of Jesus um, and what he's done for us. Um, and may their hearts be transformed from stone to flesh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you all for sharing and as as I'm, as I'm sure everybody in the room has something maybe on their heart you know may this be the year that God does something and even if you didn't share it it's on your heart so before we finish today I want to spend time just praying together as a church family brothers and sisters, sons and daughters together in this place and just asking God our good Father that he might take these words of faith these statements of faith and begin moving the mountains that need to move begin working the miracles that need to be worked begin softening the hearts that need to be softened 
I just invite you, I'm, I'm just gonna lead us through just a, a moment or two of prayer. I'd like to invite you to bow your head before, uh, for just a, a few minutes. Just for a few, few minutes, just ask, ask the Lord if this could be the year that more people than ever before come to know Christ in our church. Through the, through the people that come in the doors of this church and through us who go out of the doors of this church. May this be the year that more people than ever in the history of this church Jesus reveals himself to them through the witness of this church. Just pray that. May this be the year for that. that this would be the year for you, your friends, and your family to take one step of faith closer to Jesus. Maybe it's something as simple as praying, reading your Bible, getting in a group, I don't know. But may this be the year that we all take one, one step closer in, that, in our hearts and in our minds. One more step of faith. finally for whatever it is in your heart that God put there, whatever the Spirit led you to think, feel for your family, for your relationships, for your health. Spend these last few seconds asking God to move on behalf of the things that are in your heart. for every voice that spoke by faith that this would be the year that they'd see you move. Would you move on our behalf? We're hopeless without you. I confess my own, my own need for you, so I need you so much. Would you move in our church? as a collective body. Would you move in our lives and remind us that if we even take what we would measure as a step 
towards you, God, you have gone so much further than we could ever ask, think, or imagine coming for us. Would you help us to see that? For every longing that's in this room, Lord, we call on your name. You would meet us in it. And even if you don't satisfy it in the way that we wish you would, would you let us see your good and perfect plan at work right in front of us? Teach us to trust you. Teach us to follow you by faith, step by step. In Jesus' name I pray and believe. Amen. Let's stand together and sing one more song.
y'all for being here. Let us uh, conclude our service with a prayer and a benediction. So, Father, we thank you. Thank you, God, that you are a God who loves his people, a God who gives gifts to his people and is gracious and loves for us to call upon your name. Father, we pray for our brothers in Christ and sisters in Christ in Sudan, Mexico, all the way to New York. Father, we pray for them uh, just as we pray for a body here. And for all of Middle Tennessee, Lord, that, um, that you would hear our request, grant our request, and that you, your name may be glorified. In your name we pray. That according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. If you need prayer, we'll have people up front here. Have a great week. You're dismissed.